Ephesians chapter 11, and uh, good to be in the house of God always, and always good to be home. I thank God for the Bible Baptist Church, and we've enjoyed this last week with them on the trip, and we appreciate the Lord allowing us to be here yesterday uh, to witness uh, Brother George's homegoing and souls being saved. Praise God. I like to see people get saved. It don't matter to me if it's at a funeral or Sunday morning or Jubilee. And uh, so we thank God for that. And uh, that is so precious. And uh, praise the good Lord for that. Deuteronomy chapter 11. Several years ago, I had preached a series uh, uh, to the young people on the youth trip on the decision of the day. And I want to preach one of those messages this morning. Look at chapter 11 and verse 1. He said, Therefore thou shalt love the Lord thy God, and keep his charge, and his statutes, and his judgments, and his commandments always. And know ye this day, for I speak not with your children which have not known, which have not seen the chastisement of the Lord your God, his greatness, his mighty hand, and his stretched out arm, and his miracles, and his acts which he did in the midst of Egypt, under Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, under all his land. What he did under the army of Egypt, under their horses, and to their chariots, and how he made the water of the Red Sea to overflow them as they pursued after you, and how the Lord hath destroyed them, there it is again, unto this day. He did, and what he did unto you in the wilderness until you came into this place. And what he did unto Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab, the son of Reuben, and how the earth opened her mouth and swallowed them up, their households and their tents and all the substance that was in their possession in the midst of all Israel. But your eyes have seen all the great acts of the Lord, which he did. He takes them down memory lane and ends up in verse 8, and because of all that he shows them, he said, Therefore shall you keep all the commandments which I command you uh, this day. I want to preach, if the Lord would help me this morning, uh, is the decision of the day concerning the law. You'll find in verse 8 that he talks about also uh, concerning the land. How is your life when it comes to living in Canaan's land? I believe in our churches are filled with carnal people that do not enjoy living in a victorious Christian life. I made up my mind a long time ago. I was not going to endure this thing. I was going to enjoy it. I'm going to just jump in head, head home, first praise God and enjoy the blessings of living in Canaan's land. Thank God there's no better life to live than to just go ahead and sell out and serve God and give him everything about you and I'm telling you he'll honor you if you'll honor him. I'm telling you there's no greater life to live. Thank God I'd rather be an old time Christian this morning and enjoy the blessings of Canaan than anything I know. Amen. Amen. He talked about in verse 13 uh, 
This day concerning love, he was talking about our love towards God. Let me ask you a question this morning. How is your heart uh, concerning the love of God? Uh, what do you love this morning? Do you love Him or do you love the world? What has your heart beat today? Oh, there's a lot of people probably even sitting in our church this morning. And maybe you're a Sunday morning only. And you'll come. Uh, but really this world has your heart beat. You love their music. Uh, you love their entertainment. You love their way of dress. You love their way of going. Uh, I'm telling you, it has your heart. The Lord doesn't have your heart. I want to give Him my heart this morning. I want Him to be the most important person in my life and the most important thing in my life. I do promise you this, uh, if you'll put him first uh, and you'll let him be uh, in charge uh, of your life, uh, I'm telling you, uh, he'll bless you. You'll get up every morning with the joy of God in your soul and thank God it'll be worth living. Amen. Amen. Concerning love, then we find in verse 26, this day concerning living. Here's what he said, Brother Sam. He said, there's a blessing or there's a curse. The blessing is if you obey the commandments of the Lord. You see, sometimes, Pastor, I feel, especially young people, when you preach on the world having their heart beat and they go the way of the world and maybe they're saved and if they're saved what they don't understand is God will judge you. He said come out from among them and be a separate thus saith the Lord and he said I'll tell you what that there is a, a blessing if you obey. Thank God brother Grant can I say uh, it is worth serving in Jesus. I have no sad songs to sing. Thank God I'm young compared to some of y'all but I'll be 59 in a few months and thank God it's been a blessed life. I'm glad, hallelujah, I've been faithful to the house of God. I'm glad I've not quit. I'm glad I haven't gotten out. I thank God every day that I'm in the house of God and God has blessed my life more than you can imagine. I'm about to take a lap around the building. I bless His holy name. I bless His holy name. It's a blessing if you obey. It's a curse if you reject. If you go your own way, He said there'll be a curse and not a blessing. Amen. Amen. It's a blessing to serve God. Hallelujah. I want to look at a few things. Number one, he takes them down memory lane. He said, he said, first of all, I want you to look. He said, at the principle of chastisement. Of the principle of chastisement in verse 2. Here's what he said. 
Your children, they don't know. He said they don't know about chastisement. They were young when I had to rebuke you. Uh, can I say, uh, listen, what are you going to do uh, concerning the law this day? I'm telling you, if you rebel against uh, the word of God, he will chasten you. I do not know. I know we saw the play there of Moses uh, at the theater there at sight and sound but I'm telling you before I left last week God said this was this morning there's somebody maybe he's trying to reach out to you before he has to whip you I don't like to go to the woodshed but I do and I am grateful when God speaks to me and says you know what you better stop that nonsense I'm about to get a hold of you I'm glad he loves me enough and he cares about me enough that thank God that he's willing uh, uh, to whip me and put me back in line. I'm glad, thank God, I am one of his children. Hey, if you've never been chastised and you roll around in sin and you rub it all over yourself and you enjoy that, you don't know the God that I know. I'm telling you, the God of heaven, he won't put up with our nonsense. He will chastise us if we're saved. Amen. Rebelling against the law of God. Rebelling against the lawgiver, the man of God. Surely nobody in here would be in that place mm, of getting mad at the man of God preaching his holy word. Oh, listen, friend. You know what I always say? It isn't the preacher. He's just telling you what God said. Now everybody's got opinions and when a man gives you his opinion you can take that or leave it. Uh, but uh, when it's God's word there's no taking or leaving. Amen. I thought about the fact that we live in a day uh, probably some folks here yesterday, sinners, uh, probably never heard uh, preaching like that in their entire life that a man would be bold enough to say, you're either saved or you're lost. One or the other. I can say this morning, you're either right with God or you're not. And if you're running the wrong way and you're going down, he said, I want to remind you, children of Israel, there is a principle of chastisement he said your children don't know about it but maybe it's time to introduce them to the principles of God amen the decision of the day amen can I say decisions are personal choices brother brother Dave Terry we 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 decide every day what we're going to do people say well I would do this but I would go to church every Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday, but I would. You see, we do what we want to do. When a man wants to go fishing, he just goes fishing. If he wants to go hunting, he just goes hunting. Amen. You see, there's personal choices. I'm glad, thank God, that we don't have program choices. I'm glad God didn't make us robotic. Wouldn't it be something if we all had done the same? Uh, we all said the same. We all were robot. I'm glad I don't serve him this morning because I have to. I serve him because I love him. I serve him this morning because I adore him. I serve him this morning for what he'd done for me. Praise God. I'm glad that I'm not made. I'm telling you this morning, God didn't say to me, you better get up. You better 
better get in that prayer closet. I couldn't wait to get in that prayer closet. Thank God and get a hold of the God of heaven. I'm grateful. I serve him because I want to. Hallelujah. Sometimes people's choices affect us. Sometimes in a positive way. Sometimes a negative way. Brother Danny, we know the Bible said that because of Adam's sin, death passed upon all men. That affected all of us. Affected all humanity. Then I, I thought about, oh, Jochebed. We saw it this week. How Moses' mother had put him in that, that, that little old river. You know what? She could have lost her life. Uh, they could have killed her if they'd have found that out. She took that chance. She made a choice. But here's the benefit of that, parent. There came a day when Moses made a choice. He said, I'd rather suffer with the people of God than enjoy of the riches of this world. Mom and Dad, I can't promise you that your children will serve God. But I'll promise you this. If you'll serve God and put God first in your family, it'll make it easier for them to want to go the way you're going. It'll make it easier for them to choose God instead of riches. Brother Danny talked about it in Sunday school, about how Job was wealthy. But he said, there's more to this life than wealth. Having a family that loves God is worth more than all the money in the world. Thank God the only treasure out of this life you can take with you is your family. To have your family, have a boy sitting next to you in the house of God. That's worth more than being a millionaire. Be able to gather your little old family and take them down to Bible Baptist Church that's worth praise God than a million dollars in gold to have your family I listen I'm telling you what a great day when we all get to home and your family is gathered around the throne of God your brothers thank God brother Stephen and your little children and mom and dad and your family gathered around you I'm telling you there's no greater joy Hallelujah. Amen. Principle of chastisement. He said, I'll tell you what else I want to take you through memory lane. He said, I want you to know my power. He talked about his greatness. <laughs> That's his magnitude. You know what? His, his greatness exceeds any measurement. You can't, you can't measure his greatness. Young people, you don't know how blessed you are to be in a church where you've experienced the power of God. These preachers that travel, been to other churches, you know how dry it is, how dead it is in a lot of places. They've never experienced God moving like he did yesterday in a funeral. They don't even experience that on a Sunday morning or a Sunday night. All for the power of God. You know what? The Lord said, I want to remind you how great I am. I'm glad this morning for, thank God, the reminder of how great God is. Not only the magnitude, but he said, my mighty hand. I'm glad, thank God, he is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, 
above all that we ask or think. I'm glad, thank God. Young people, you listen to me. God is able. You say, I don't know how. I'm going to live for God in this day. I can tell you that God is able. You can if you want to. This day concerning the law, what is your decision? Are you going to walk out of here going the same way you came? Or are you going to say, oh my, and run to this old-fashioned order and say, I'm tired of running. I'm tired of going the wrong way. I'm tired of chasing the world. I think I'll just go ahead and go with God. I'm telling you, you'll never be sorry. It's a good day in my life as a teenager. I was already saved. But it's a good day in my life when I chose. I'll just go with Him. It don't matter to friends. I lose. It don't matter what happens to me. I'll just go with God. Hallelujah. Amen. Some of you need to make a choice today. This day. Concerning the law. Not only His power. But then we see His pity. He said His, his stretched out arm. You know what He could have done? Brother Laddie, He could have left the children of Israel where He found them. He could have left them in bondage. Brother Ladd, he could have left us where he found us. Lost without him. Some of you were dope addicts. Some of you were harlots. Some of you were old drunkards. But he didn't leave you where he found you. You know why? Because of that stretched out arm. I'm glad, Brother Jack, <laughs> that that arm could reach further down then I could reach up. I'm glad, thank God, he came looking for me. I've got a brother that's in hell as far as I know. I've got a brother that his mind is gone from sniffing glue and paint and dope. And you know what, Brother Stephen? That is exactly where I would have been. I was on the same track, doing the same things, just as an eight-year-old boy. But thank God Jesus passed by. And hallelujah, he rescued me and he did not leave me where he found me. I'm glad, thank God, I'm heaven bound with a hammer down. I'm glad, oh, I'm glad of this morning, hallelujah, that he found me. He came looking for me. I'm glad, thank God. Oh, he could have left me there. He could have left me there, but he didn't leave me there. Thank God he found me. I say, hallelujah, I'm glad. He didn't leave us where he found us. Hallelujah. Amen. You know what? He could have, Brother Danny, let him do without. Always complaining, grumbling. Boy, haven't we fit that bill? Boy, God been so good to us. I was telling Brother David Wilson, we was talking on the trip. Our church that I used to be a member of, we went to Mexico to build a church. And Brother Dave Terry, there was a, a man who both of his feet was turned in. And he had big shoes. And he walked down the street like that. Mexico. When I was born, one of my foot was bent up like this. And the other one was just like that. It was, it was turned in. If I didn't live in America... Where I could have been fixed. I'd have been walking just like that man. I'd have had one foot like this and one foot like this. And I would have tried to walk. 
But thank God he let me be born in a country where I was able to go to the doctor as a little baby and they broke my feet and put me in some, uh, some casts and things of that nature and they helped my feet uh, to where I could walk. I'm telling you, we got it so much better than what we deserve. He could let you do without, but he puts food on your table and clothes on your back and shoes on your feet. Thank God he puts a car in your driveway and he puts fuel uh, in the car hallelujah he'll let air condition be in your house uh, and heat uh, and thank God in the winter hallelujah I'm glad uh, that he takes better care of us you know what God said I'll tell you why you ought to live for me I'll tell you why you ought to pay because I've been good to you hallelujah you young people may be going astray and I say, take a look around you. See how good you got it. See how good God's been to you. That you've been born in a Christian home. There used to be beer in my refrigerator when I was a boy. Until my dad got born again. Praise God. It got gone. Hallelujah. Some of y'all, a lot of you young people. You grew up in homes. But Stephen, your children... They'll never have to go to the refrigerator and push away the Budweiser to get a soda. Thank God. Oh, listen. He walked him down through memory lane. He said, I want you to serve me this day. But I tell you why. Because I have taken care of you. Amen. Hallelujah. Not only the principle of chastisement, not only of his power and his pity, but he said uh, also because of his miracles, the plagues uh, that they saw, we know what they are. He changed the water into blood. He increased the frogs, the dust into lice, the swarm of flies, destroyed the cattle, the boils, the fire and hell, the locusts, the darkness, and then the death angel that took that firstborn. He said I want to show you that I have power and I have might. We live in a day where we don't think that God is able. Can I tell you God is able. Hallelujah. My niece that lives in Kentucky her husband's a state representative. He worked on getting a bill passed that they couldn't teach transgender at garbage until you're at least 18. Can you imagine they're teaching in Kentucky to kindergartens? Kindergartens. You know who got mad? The devil got mad. They started all dressing up in their transgender garbage, garbage and they were marching around uh, uh, the, the, the capital there of the state of Kentucky. They were mad. So there were several steps that had to be taken to get that bill passed. So he goes into the chapel early morning and there's a woman in there. She said, sir, who are you? And he told her. And she said, what are you in here for? He said, ma'am, I'm trying to get this bill passed. And he said, there are several steps to it. Mm. She said, all I want to tell you is the Holy Ghost woke me up this morning and told me to come into this chapel. See, that's just a few months ago. God's still working today. 
And she said, I'm here as long as you need me. He said, all right, uh, this is the first phase. And he went out to the floor. And she stayed in there and prayed. It passed. He came back in. He said, here's the second phase. She stayed and prayed. He went back in. And it passed. He came back in. And she said, he said, here's the third phase. And they did that all day long. God, use a saint of God to pray down the power of God. I'm glad that God... God is always bigger than the devil. Hey, I'm glad, thank God, that God will do what he wants to do. I'm glad, hey, the devil has got to submit to the power of God. I'm glad, thank God, hallelujah, that God, he is still able. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. The bill passed. Hallelujah. You know who got mad? The Republicans. The Republicans took him off school committees where he could make a difference. The Republicans. I'm telling you, this country's long gone, boys. When supposed to be conservative, they're the ones who got mad. Oh, you can't do that. You can't. We're going to take you off. We're worried about what people will say. They won't vote for us if you stand like that. I'm glad he had enough guts and enough God to say, you're not teaching my children that nonsense. Amen. Hallelujah. What a God. Hallelujah. I'm glad he's all powerful. I'm glad, thank God, he'll still, still do what he wants to. Amen. Amen. He said, I want to remind you of my miracles. He said, I want to remind you what I've done to Pharaoh. You know what Pharaoh was? He's a king. But God defeated him. You know what? Brother Blake, God is able to defeat our enemies. <laughs> he defeated them and then he drowned an army. You know, sometimes we carry our battles because we're trying to work them out ourselves. We're trying to fix them. Can I tell you, give it to the Lord. He'll take your battle and he'll give you the victory. Amen. There's Pharaohs that come up in our life. Sometimes on the job, I've got a friend that he's, he's 61 or 2. He's going to lose his job probably because they're making him sign papers. Can you imagine this? This would never happen even 10 years ago that he agrees with homosexuality. And that's just at a little old stupid factory. God help us. That they're going to make a man that works there sign his name. And he said, I'm not signing it. Praise God. God will take care of him. I love it in the news when, when someone stands up and a, a cake director or one who decorates cakes and says, oh, no, we, we can't make that for a gay wedding. Oh, the news media has a meltdown. And you know what people start doing? Brother Jason, people start sending them money. And thank God, you know what God's saying? Right is always right. Thank God he'll always stand for right. If we'll stand up and be identified, he knows how to defeat Pharaoh. He knows how to drown an army. Thank God 
I'm telling you, he said, my hand, it's not short. Thank God, I'm glad his big hand is able to reach down in the middle of our life and do something for us. Hallelujah. He said, I just kind of want to remind you of Pharaoh. Sometimes, look, Keith, when we're going through battles, what the Lord likes to do, he likes to pull out a victory from your past. Brother Andrew, he likes to remind you, didn't I do that for you? (laughs) Didn't I supply that need? Didn't I encourage you when you were so down? (laughs) You were so defeated. Didn't I come along and pick you up? Didn't I come along? Didn't I change that? Didn't I answer that prayer that you begged me to answer? I worked. You prayed and prayed and prayed. And I stepped in. I was reading my devotions this morning about old Hannah praying for Samuel. How she prayed and prayed and prayed. And God said, I'll do it. I'll give you a point. Are you listening to me? Every now and then, He likes to remind us of what He's done in the past. I'm grateful. He is a God of today and tomorrow. But thank God He is a God of yesterday. And every now and then, He likes to remind us what He did. Amen. He said, I want to remind you about Pharaoh. Number six, verse five, about your pilgrimage. He said, you know what? You've tasted heavenly food. You triumphed over your hostile forces. You were touched with healing fingers. He tolerated us with our human faults. Isn't that a blessing? (laughs) Some people, they they don't mean to. They just get on folks' nerves. You know what I'm saying? And no doubt, I I think that probably in the wilderness, Brother Donald, I I, I believe that they, they probably got on the Lord's nerves. I mean, every time he did something, hallelujah, great. And the next time they need something, I can't believe you brought us out here to kill us. What in the world's going on? And the next victory, praise God, he's the best thing I've ever seen. And then just two, three days later, man, they're going to starve us to death. What in the world's God doing? God help us, amen. But we do the same sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah. He said he tolerated our human faults, treated with the highest favor. Brother Danny, that part I'll never understand. He treats me so much better than I deserve. Brother Thomas, so much better than I treat him with the highest favor. You know who we are? We're his children. And he's glad of that. Brother Chris, he, he is thrilled that we're the sheep of his pasture. I'm thrilled beyond measure that he wants me. But I'm more than thrilled that he longs for me to be his child. What a blessing. Hallelujah. Oh, we're treated with the highest favor. Then thank God they got tagged with holy shoes. What about that? They never wore out. They'd have put old Nike out of business, wouldn't they? Last for 40 years. Praise God. I'd like to get a pair of them. Amen. You know what that was? That was just his goodness. I heard Brother Chris Simpson say at Brother John's two or three years ago. He said that manna, he figured up best he could. It took 80 
boxcar loads every morning to feed that crowd. Now think about that. You ever sit at the railroad track and you count the cars that go by? 80 of them every morning, that manna fell. What about that? Isn't he so able? He said, I want to remind you, I fed you. I want to remind you, I clothed you. I want to remind you that I took care of you. I want to remind you. I give you water when you're thirsty. But Thomas, you'll never outserve him. You'll never outgive him. You'll never do more for him than he's done for you. <laughs> but Jason, to be honest, if he never done another thing, He's been good enough to me since I've been saved. He don't owe me anything. Then lastly, and I'm done, verse number 7, he said, I want to remind you of the pit, old Dathan and Abiram. You want the pit open to those who are trying to conquer his people. Very careful messing around with the people of God. I think, I think a man's a fool to try to hinder God's work. I worked at a children's home. Brother Steve, I don't know if you ever knew Mac Ford, New Bethany home for boys and girls down in Louisiana. One day, the state come in and raided our home, and the deputy sheriff, he must have heard about God when he was a boy because he was scared to death. And he tried to hand that warrant, and I'm not lying. It was a flopping like that. It was, he was so scared. You know what happened? He done got on God's property. And it put fear in him. And he's, he, finally he drops it and he picks it up and he said, Would you please take this? I want to get out of here. I saw that. I was standing right there. Because he knew that he was messing around with God. I can't remember if it's in Kings or Chronicles. But God said, Don't meddle with God. You ever been to Texas? I pastored there for a little bit. Been signs in Texas. And they said, Don't mess with Texas that's what that word metal means God's saying don't mess with me don't mess with me he said I want to remind you of the pit those who tried to conquer God's people and then those who try to corrupt God's people you know what he did he reminded them all that he'd done for them and then he said in verse 8 I want you this day to obey my commandments can I be honest with you? I falter and fail. But Brother Smith, his commandments are not grievous to me. They're really not. I'm so thrilled that he would come to where I lived and drew me to himself. And I'm thrilled to try to walk right. I don't walk right all the time, but I'm, I'm thrilled to be able to be the child of God that he desires. Let's stand if you would please. I don't know why God laid that on my heart. Of course, to remind some of us, but maybe to remind some of where you're headed, how far you're drifting, which way you're going. And he's trying to say, turn around, turn around, turn around. Don't go there because I'll have to deal with you. I'll have to deal with you. Brother Sam sings, would you let God help us this morning? Let God help us. Have thine affections. Oh, let God help us today. To the cross.